and you want to spend money on transactions and you want to spend time on relationships. Spend money on transactions, time on relationships. And that's where you can go because you need to get that phone to ring, that email to come, because you need people to start showing up so that you can start to practice. Welcome to the Small Business Safari, where I help guide you to avoid those traps, pitfalls, and dangers that lurk when navigating the wild world of small business ownership. I'll share those gold nuggets of information and invite guests to help accelerate your ascent to that mountaintop of success. It's a jungle out there, and I want to help you traverse through the levels of owning your own business that can get you bogged down and distract you from hitting your own personal and professional goals. So strap in, adventure team, and let's take a ride through the safari and get you to the mountaintop. Hey, Adventure Team, this is Chris, and I'm talking about taking that leap that first year you get into business. Alan and I talked this week about how to do all that, and we had our plan. We got out there, and we started rumbling, bumbling, and stumbling out there, but one of the things we realized is, especially in the business-to-consumer world, you got to make sure your business is ready to go, and you need to be involved in all aspects of the business in the beginning for you to truly understand where the customer experience touch points are really going to start to work because you have a plan. When you get out there, you got to see what happens to that plan and start to react to it. Because as Mike Tyson said, everybody has a great plan until they get punched in the nose. And when you get started and you start running your own business, you're going to take a few shots. So one of the things you talked about is you're probably not as good as you want to be just yet. So one of the things I felt like I did a pretty good job of was I did a friends and family launch and just rolled it out to a bunch of people I knew and asked them if we could go ahead and serve them on a discounted basis so we could see how it work. And I was involved in all the different things. And before I went out there and started running too fast, I made sure that I got my business in a little bit better shape so I could get ready to go to the next phase. The other thing I thought I did that was really cool is we did a kick-ass party, man. We ran a party for our friends and had wine. We had everything all set up for handyman. We had toolboxes. We had wheelbarrows. We had all this stuff. I had people still come up to me and go, man, that was the greatest party you ever did. But I did that party to get the buzz going uh, and get other people to invite others to our show to try it out. So that's a great way to get started. And then you have to start to balance. You have a plan. You need to follow that plan. And you want to spend money on transactions and you want to spend time on relationships. Spend money on transactions, time on relationships. And that's where you can go because you need to get that phone to ring, that email to come, because you need people to start showing up so that you can start to practice your processes and taking a prospect and a lead and converting it into a customer and then fulfilling on that customer's expectation. So you want to bring these people in. You want to be able to do all of that in the beginning but use your money for the transaction. But what you can start to do is use your time, getting into the networking in the chambers and the different business groups out there to find out where your tribe is going to be. And you'll have some missteps probably in the beginning. You won't have it all nailed in the beginning. But if you spend a little bit of time there, you're going to start to find people who may start referring you business and start to fill up your sales funnel. Because in the beginning, nobody sells your business as good as you do. If you're not very good at sales, you got to realize that you got to get good at sales or find somebody who's going to help you as best you can. Let's go ahead and thank one of our sponsors. Are you in the home service business and train your employees to represent your company in the right way and they're taking care of customers? Are they providing a 110% customer experience? If you aren't getting those rave reviews that you expect or those repeat customers that you crave, then you need to get the homeserviceinstitute.com training programs. 
These training programs talk the language of your technician and help them figure out how to align your goals with their wants. Go ahead and check out the homeserviceinstitute.com and all of their training modules, and they will turn your employees into 110% customer experience providers. That's the homeserviceinstitute.com. And now let's get back to listen to what the guys have to say. When you start looking at all those different roles in year one, what we talked about is you really don't fail in year one. You really don't. Most of the time, you're going to have enough if you did everything right and you have a plan and you've been following what we talk about in the podcast and have your personal finances in order and have your plan and your projections in order. You're really not going to fail in year one. But if you don't take that time at the end of year one to check your plan and to use that business advisor group to go and check what you've done, did you spend the money on what you wanted to? Did you get the return that you expected? Did you get to fill up your sales funnel? Did you get to bring the revenue that you thought? All those questions need to be answered at the end of year one because you want to start making course corrections because years two and three, that's where the beginnings of the failure begin. And that's where they start to show themselves. Remember, as entrepreneurs, we are fatally optimistic and we are always going to be trying to solve a problem. So when you get started on your first year and you spend your time and your money, you want to take that end of the year to really look to see what you did because did you hire in somebody? Did you scale? Because especially in the business to consumer world, the only way you can scale in home services is to be able to bring on more people. And that training of those people is, is huge. The getting them to do business the way you would hope them they would do business with you is going to be huge, but you just don't know. And if you don't take that time at the end of the year to really feel it out and see what happened, then you're going to be missing some steps. And I'll tell you, man, I missed a lot in the beginning. I First thing I did was I launched my business, sat in there and said, okay, I'm going to just answer phones and I'm going to tell people I'm selling blocks of time. And they had no desire to do anything with me. And so I finally said, screw it. I'm going to start answering these phones saying, yeah, I'm going to come out there and take a look at your business because I had to get better at what I was doing. So I used all those transactions in the beginning to help me get better at my business so that when years two and three happened, I was set up better for success. Now, we'll talk more and more about that over the time. But remember, year one, full of highs, really excited, hard to fail year one. But with that being said, I hope you're listening to this on a Friday because Fridays, you always feel a little bit better about yourself and where things are going. So make it a great day, Adventure Team, and let's go out there and make year one happen. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Small Business Safari. Remember, your positive attitude will help you achieve that higher altitude you're looking for in the wild world of small business ownership. And until next time, make it a great day, Adventure.